Hey, welcome to another episode of Grace Talk Live. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so excited to be here today. As usual, we tell you that while grace is moving, faith better be following. And so I'm excited, y'all. We haven't done this for a little while now, but it's so good to be back. And of course, with me here is our very own Bishop Donaldson Johnson and our very own Pastor Zangar Peabody. So for those of you listening and watching, if you've been missing out on, on any of these episodes, please feel free to go to our podcast, check us out on there, and we guarantee you will be blessed. Welcome to Grace Talk Live. Bishop, what's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's happening today? Well, uh, we thank God that uh, we're sheltering under the blood. Uh, these are challenging times. Uh, many people have lost their lives, but man, it could have been much worse. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, especially those of us who come from Africa. You know, we're continuing to thank God that this, whatever is happening, is not happening at the level that it could be happening. Uh, we pray that the grace of God that is at work will continue to restrain this thing, mm. and that by His by His grace, a cure or some resolution will come, either naturally or supernaturally, mm. to what's happening. Uh, because one life lost is just too many. Mm. Um, but we're grateful here at the City of Hope. You know, we've had a number of our people who have actually uh, uh, tested positive yeah. for this. But thank God, by His grace, you know, all of them that we know of uh, have come through this or are coming through this. Amen. And we're going to continue to trust God that that He'll shield us and protect us and those who are exposed to the virus by his grace, he will bring them through it safely. Amen. Amen. You know, one of the, you know, things for which I've given thanks for, and I, every time I see the picture is of Vinny, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, one of our members who had diabetes and contracted this virus, and literally he went through the valley of the mm -hmm. shadow of death. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Spent a month in the hospital, or I think a couple of weeks, if I'm not mistaken, on the ventilator. Right. Uh, but Jesus, the shepherd, brought him through. Amen. And uh, we give God thanks for that. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, that, these are some troubling times. And, you know, I just want to share a similar testimony. One, one of the young ladies on our prayer line was sharing how her aunt had experienced the same crisis, COVID. And, I mean, the lady didn't realize she had or whatever the case was, but whatever the case is, she ends up in the hospital, you know, asthmatic with asthma. Literally, they lost the pulse. Oh. And, I mean, the, the young lady was like, can y'all pray? Can y'all pray? And so we prayed, and we've been praying. And, you know, long story short, today I just got a testimony that her her breathing has gone up by 50%. Right. So she literally had a, she, a miracle. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. A, literal, a literal miracle. Hmm. So Great we thank God. God that he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. There's bad news, but there's a lot of yeah. uh, evidence that God is at work. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Hearing the prayers of His people, giving them the strength they need mm. uh, during these times. Amen. You Amen. know, it's during times like these that I am so grateful I'm a Christian. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I heard you say that, and I said, "Me too." Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if you know. Um, I used to be asthmatic. Mm. My mom and my little brother are terribly asthmatic. Mm. I mean, when the dust, I mean, my mom has to spend time in the hospital if she's exposed to dust. Mm. 
so I can I know how it is when you have an attack. Mm. All right. I usually explain it like you have inhaled sand, and sand is in mm. your your lungs, mm. and the the the, the impossible to breathe wow. right is. I wow. remember crying as a child whenever I used to be attacked. Wow. Mm. But there was a time in my teenage life when I moved from the city and went in the suburbs. It just disappeared from my life. Mm. Mm. That's how I, mm. I'm free from it. Mm. But the two continue to yeah. still suffer from it. So yeah. I usually call home and say, hey, tell my brother, stay home. You know, mm. for your mother's sake and for mm. your sake, stay mm. home. Mm. So I can imagine people who are like that and then have that attack, what yeah. they can do. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. But clearly, I mean, during these times, a lot of people are asking, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, is this something that God is pouring out upon the nations and upon his people because God is angry? Mm. Um is this the wrath of God? Mm. Uh, you know, a lot of folks are still confused. Mm. So maybe we could just spend a few minutes just talking about that, and then mm. we can talk about some other things that the Holy Spirit leads. But what's your take on that? Well, I mean, clearly, we, we, we've we heard over the last couple of weeks you've been ministering that thought that this is not the wrath of God. This is not God angry at man for mankind sinning. I, I think you made a point that struck me. He said, "If if this is God's wrath, then the believers who are being affected by it would, you know, should not be affected by it. And those that are not believers who are prospering, some people are not bothered. They're resting. They're still living life as normal, and they don't even care about the God we believe in. Exactly. I, I think that that's it. Cannot God is too good of a God to do that to His children that He loves. And so, if it is from Him, I, you know, that's not. I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe it is." Yeah, I remember as I was preparing that message, you know, the Lord also, I believe, is the Lord. Because mm-hmm. after, I, after I said that, I said, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That must be from the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that if this is the wrath of God, then we don't need the blood of Jesus. All you need is some soap and water. Soap mm-hmm. and water. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Because there are people who are not saved, mm-hmm. people who are atheists, people mm-hmm. who are just rebellious against God, right. who are escaping, quote, unquote, this outpouring of God's wrath right. simply by applying soap, soap and water. water. Mm. They don't need the blood. Mm, mm, mm. And of course, that is nonsense. You know, when, when the wrath of God is finally poured out upon the world, and oh, there is a time. I mean, we believe in the wrath of God. Mm. We believe that the Bible teaches that, mm. but God has provided a window. Mm-hmm of opportunity uh, mm. called the last days. Right. You know, that, that period between when Jesus came the first time and when Christ has come. Right. We're living in what the Bible calls the last day. It's a window of opportunity where mm. God has given sinners the That's opportunity right. to get saved, yep. to escape the wrath that is to come. But the day of God's wrath will come and nobody's going to be able to escape. Wow. You say you run the mountain, it won't be able to, to, to protect you. There's right. nowhere you're going to go. Right. And there's nothing that is going to come up and develop in a laboratory. Hmm. A vaccination against Nothing. the judgment of Nothing. God or mm. some medicine that can treat a cure. Mm. It's not going to happen. So just using common sense, if I may use that term, mm. ought to make it very evident. This cannot be the wrath of God. Mm. Mm. What is happening is the effect of sin on the world mm. and, and of, of the fall. The world mm. we're living in is, is broken, is mm. ruined. It's mm. not what it was created to be. Mm. 
you know, so natural disasters, epidemics and pestilences, these things happen, but they're happening because the world yes. or the earth is still groaning, oh, yeah. suffering the impact. So we don't live in a perfect world, and because of sin, this imperfect world is host hmm. to a lot of things that can terrify and can destroy. Hmm. Then you add upon that, the presence of the evil one. Right, mm. right. Yep, yep. Yeah. You know, this demonic spirit mm -hmm. that rebel against God, who is evil core at his very core, mm. and then has been able to assemble a host of demons, demons. to work with him and for him mm. against God's purpose and against God's people. Mm. And these are the kinds of things that happen. And, mm. you know, Jesus told us, in this world you will have tribulation. Absolutely. And so... That's a reality, and it, it's sad, though, when people um, um, ascribe to God hmm. these kinds of things, because I think they, they mar, mm -hmm. they yeah. uh, disfigure. Disfigure, mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's a better word. Mm -hmm. They disfigure the Father yeah. in the eyes of the world. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I think I heard you minister in Silver Spring about... You know, sometimes you go to take a picture and someone takes a picture that does not really represent you. Hmm. Maybe they brought the, the camera right up to your <laughs> nose. <laughs> All right. And wow. you're talking about the uh, photo of Christ and you did different things about what the scripture said about Christ. Hmm. I think the world, the devil has done a great job hmm. at, like you said, disfiguring and causing not just unbelieving people, but right. Christians. Right. People who trust in the in Jesus, but to rep, misrepresent the love of God and how God. He says he's not willing that anyone should perish. Okay, mm. he he died for us in order to get us healed. But then somewhere there, the enemy has planted this to say that it is his judgment. This mm. is how he treats the same people that he sent his only begotten exactly. son to die for. Mm. I don't think exactly. that is misrepresenting mm. the love of our God. Yeah, I mean, on two fronts. So first of all, it's saying he's judging the sinners for whom Christ came and died yeah. so wow. that they won't be judged. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, then those of us who by his grace have believed on him, wow. We have to wear masks. <laughs> you know, we're, we're quarantining. Unfortunately, Impacted. even some of us are getting sick. And yeah. unfortunately, some have even died. Yeah. So now he's, come on, people. No. No. That, come on. It does not make sense. True. You don't need to be deep. <laughs> I mean, you don't. That's true. Wow. And none of this means that God does not hate sin. Right. None of this means sin is okay. Mm -hmm. None of this means that there are no consequences for sin. It just means that God is love. Jesus came to save. God doesn't want anyone to perish. That is his heart. That is his nature. Mm -hmm. And he sent his son in order to provide a way for every man or woman to escape the wrath of God. Glory. He's not anxious to pour wrath. Mm -hmm. He's holding back as long mm -hmm. as possible. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's what the Bible says. He's patient, not yeah. willing for any to perish, but yeah. that all men might be saved. Mm. And so in, instead of telling people that God is pouring out wrath upon them, we ought to be telling them, people, here is a window of opportunity your yeah. Father is giving you to escape the wrath of God. Mm. Mm. And even in the midst of this, you can turn to him and he will help you deal with this particular 
situation you're facing. Yeah. He loves you. He's touched with the feelings of your infirmities. Mm. You know, we point finger at them. And, and you know, that's such self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of those who point fingers at people think that they are mm. somehow they're better. They're not trusting just in Jesus. It's not mm-hmm. a matter of no. the fact that Christ, by his grace, and only by his grace are they being delivered. Right. They think that they're better hmm. than the people who God is angry with. Wow. You know? Wow. Wow. So, so, you know, God is pouring out wrath because he's angry. And I guess I'm not going to get any of that because, you know what? I'm, I'm not like the sinner here. Wow. Isn't that what the Pharisee did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. You mentioned two things in your message hmm. about the actual wrath of God. We've seen it. I can just think about two all right, in um, Sodom and Gomorrah, mm-hmm. all right, only, only Lot and his family got out, and even his wife got stuck because of disobedience, mm-hmm. okay? And then we look at Noah, Noah and his family of eight. Mm-hmm. They were the only group that got out, all right? And the, re- the whole world left in there. So if God is pouring mm. out his wrath, you see the only few people mm. who were able to make it out, not just everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so this cannot be mm. the wrath of God. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So he, he demonstrated that whenever he does pour his wrath, he makes a separation between his people yes. and those who have That's not good. received yeah. the salvation he offers mm-hmm. in the stories you illustrated. And mm. those of us who believe in the pre tribulation rapture Mm -hmm. why do we believe that why are we saying god is going to take out the church first Mm. it's because we don't believe god is going to allow the church to face wrath and judgment Mm. with the world Mm. Mm. that's the that's the basis for that otherwise we stay here when the wrath is being poured out we all go through that right Mm. Right. but we're saying no 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 because Mm. we are righteous we're forgiven and this is the wrath of god Mm. god is not going to allow his righteous ones to go through a period of wrath and judgment Mm. so he's going to take us out of the way before he pours out wrath so how come that doesn't apply today Mm-hmm. You know, why are we saying that he's pouring out wrath when, when that wrath mm-hmm. is coming upon his people as well? Mm-hmm. Inconsistent. I, here's the thought that just hit me. Um, sometimes we underestimate what the wrath of God really is like. I mean, you look at what happened to Jesus. Jesus took on the full wrath of God for you and me. The full wrath. Like he took all of it. And we we under we, we we underplay what Jesus really went through. So yeah. why would Jesus take on all that wrath and then God decide mm, that wasn't enough? Yeah, Let me give you a little more. bit more. Like it, it's just it's, it's preposterous. It doesn't make any sense. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Pour some more. Yeah, Pour some more. They, you know what go. you did, Jesus? That wasn't enough. Let me let me give them a little. They hit too high. Let me give. I mean, it, it, God is too good. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, there are many who continue to struggle with this, and when they hear you or me teach like this. Mm-hmm. You know, they think somehow we're making light of sin, you know, or we're not deep enough, Hmm. you know. Then Hmm. they say, hey, grace, 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 too much grace. (laughs) (laughs) My brother and sister, you better thank God for grace every day. Hmm. You understand? And the the gospel is the gospel of God's grace Hmm. for sinners and for you and for me. That's the gospel. If you're not preaching that, you're not preaching the gospel. Hmm. You're not. Okay, the dispensation that we're living in that began with the first coming of Jesus and ends with the second coming, Jesus declared this period to be the year of Jubilee. Hmm. In Luke chapter 4, he stood up 
and he said, the Lord God had anointed him to proclaim that the acceptable Except year of the Lord. Of the Lord. That, that expression, the acceptable year of the Lord, is a reference to the year of Jubilee. Yeah. And you know that the year of Jubilee that took place every 50 years, what happened? Mm. It was a time when all debts were released. Yep. Mm. I mean, it didn't, I mean, you, you, you owed it. Mm. I, I borrowed this money for you. I mm. owe you $10,000. Mm. Mm. And you've been waiting for me to pay, pay Jubilee. you. And you've been... <laughs> In fact, you, you, you confiscated something yeah, from me, demanding yeah. that I pay wow. you. You had a right to what I should pay you. And then the 50th year comes, the year of Jubilee comes, it's a acceptable year. And, and my debt is just debt canceled. Is wow. I, you know, and I begin anew, not owing you a cent. Mm. And if you had something, whatever you were holding for me, you know, mm. as, as uh, collateral. Mm. Yeah. You had to release it. If back. I asked for it, you had to give it back to wow. me. Wow. See, Grace. Are you hearing me? <laughs> so you're totally released. If prisoners were let go. Wow. People were not put in prison. The prisoners who were committed crimes were released. Mm. Mm. I suspect there were a lot of unhappy people. Yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Scandalous. I can, I can yeah, see it. A lot of unhappy people Scandalous. who felt, wait a minute, I, I don't owe no debt. I didn't owe any wow. debt. How come the people who owe debts are being the like, oh, I had to pay my debt. How right. come they don't have to pay theirs? Wow. You know? Mm. So you had a lot of unhappy people with God mm. because God was letting all these guilty people go, go free. free. My goodness, wow. that's the gospel. That's good. That's good. <laughs> you understand? And this is what we're called to proclaim in mm. this period because of the blood of Jesus, God can legally mm. release all sinners from their debts. Mm. Why? Be because the debts have been paid in full. Amen. And that's why I guess it's a little bit better mm -hmm. come to think about it because back then, your debt wasn't paid. Mm. I just got to, 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 to be set free mm -hmm. from your debt. Mm -hmm. But in this instance, mm. the debts have actually been paid. Wow. Because Jesus actually paid all the debts in full. In full. So God now can just legally and justifiably release all sinners mm. from their sin debt, release all sinners from prison mm. and from their guilt, and say, here, you're free. Wow. Man, if, wow. if, if sinners heard that, yeah, you know, if they really got a consistent message of what God has done for them in Christ, how many would be running to the Dude. altar to yeah. give their lives to the Lord yeah. if they understood the depths of his love and the greatness of the sacrifice yeah. he has made and the tremendous opportunity yeah. that has been given to them during this period? Yeah. So then Jesus told the disciples then, and this gospel, this gospel shall be preached. Shall be preached. And then the end will come. So, what, what I mean, what are your thoughts regarding that? Because obviously, we, we haven't been preaching. The church hasn't been preaching this go this gospel at the level that it could be preached. That's why I, I believe it's a trick of the enemy. It has mm. been, the gospel has been hidden. Hmm. All right, God hid it for us, and uh, for a long time, I believe the the enemy has gotten even the church to be preaching law. Hmm. mixed with all kinds of stuff and having people in bondage. But this is the time that God has opened our eyes to see this hmm. and we have a good news to take it to the world. Hmm. And it is being preached now more than ever right, before. Right, so right, right. So there's something happening. That is another indication mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that we are approaching, approaching. Yeah. I believe, the That's end of the, the age because yeah. all of a sudden, yep. you know, this is being preached everywhere. Yep. You know, for a while it was just one or two voices mm -hmm. really, really sounding this message but now to be honest hmm. 
it's a, a lot of those who were resisting before now are accepting it, and mm-hmm. some of them now have become preachers of this. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what is it? This very way that he persecuted. <laughs> you know, they were becoming preachers of that. So it's happening mm-hmm. all over the world. Mm-hmm. People are preaching mm-hmm. grace like never before. Mm-hmm. Songs. I've been listening to some of the songs that are being written now. More right. and more you hear those songs, they're focusing upon the grace of God. Mm-hmm. So. Here we go. Hmm. Again, another indication that the second coming of the Lord is closer than we ever thought. And it could come in our generation because it's very possible now that this gospel will be preached Hmm. in this generation Hmm. to all the world. Bishop says something in his message after when you talk about end times. And then after he has prayed for those who had maybe unsaved people, mm. he spoke a word to those who are saved. And he said, stand firm. Mm. All right. There's a responsibility that we have as believers, knowing what Christ has already done for us. But right. then we are living in a wicked world. It's so easy for us to slip off and, mm. and uh, you would say, depend on grace. Yes, we depend on grace, but we need to be able to stand firm in this grace. Hmm. Stand firm in the word, in the promises that he has made, that the promises are yes and amen hmm. in Christ Jesus. Hmm. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. When we, having heard it, we now need to stand firm on it. Hmm. Because, again, this was a problem with the Galatian church. Hmm. Paul preached it. They received it. Some other folks came. Hmm. And questioned it mm-hmm. and challenged it and said, no, it can't just be grace. Mm-hmm. No, it can't just be what God did. You mm-hmm. got to do something. <laughs> you can't just trust completely in what Christ did for your salvation. Mm-hmm. Yes, you must do that. But And they became persuaded and deceived and they start to move away mm-hmm. from the gospel that Paul had preached. And when Paul heard. That they were moving away. He immediately responded. And if you read his response, he called them some, some, you know, he said, he called them foolish people. Mm -hmm. You know, he said, who has bewitched you? Mm. He said, if anybody comes preaching to you any other gospel than Mm. what I preach to you concerning the grace of God, Mm. let that person be cursed. Cursed. Cursed He says, even if an angel comes, Mm -hmm. he didn't say a devil. No, Mm -hmm. angel. He says, even if a real angel comes and says, I got got to change what Paul said a little bit and add Mm -hmm. to what Paul said. Paul said, let that angel be cursed. Mm -hmm. He says, Paul said, even if I come back to you and say, oh, I changed my mind. The things I taught you are not true. Paul says, let my own ministry be a curse. That's how convinced this man was. Wow. That the revelation concerning the, the grace of God that he had delivered by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, for the glory of God alone, hmm. apart from works, was the message. Right. He was so convinced that this was the message. Nothing is to be added to it or taken away from it. He said, hmm. even if I come back hmm. and tell you something different, I'm lying. Wow, 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 wow. So then, and then, so the point is, then this, this gospel being preached is an indication, like you said, of the end times. Yep. We're in the end times. Like there's no question that things aren't the same and they will never be the same. There's no question. So this past Sunday you talked about this. For the last two Sundays now you've been dealing with the spirit of Antichrist. You've been dealing with that. What What are your thoughts in regards to the gospel in comparison to people's heavy emphasis on the, on the Antichrist? Because I know there's a lot of blogs. There's a lot of YouTube videos out there. Now everybody's focusing on... You know, no, he's going to look like this, or he's going to be this color, or maybe the president is. I mean, all kind of crazy stuff out there <laughs> going on. 
how should we focus ourselves, you know, nowadays? Because I know that young people watching, listening, that, you know, they need to understand that. Well, I think we certainly need to be aware of what the scriptures have said. Absolutely. Um, God would not have put this in the word if it was not important for mm -hmm. God's people to be mindful mm -hmm. of the things that are to unfold as we approach the end of the world. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of things he didn't say. Mm -hmm. And he didn't say them for a reason. Mm -hmm. And if he didn't say them, it's, it's because he doesn't want us to know. <laughs> you follow me? Yeah. Okay, but we're, 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 often, we're taking what he said and then we're coming up with all kinds of speculations. Yeah. And unfortunately, this has been happening for, for time immemorial. Mm -hmm. They've gone to the point some of them have actually predicted the day that Jesus mm -hmm. comes back, you know. Uh, they've done that before. And all the time, they've been proved wrong. Mm. What the Bible does say, and which we must believe, and we, which we, we must embrace, yeah. and which we must teach, is that indeed Christ will return. Just mm. like Amen. the Bible said he would come the first time, Absolutely. the truth, the Christ is going to come. Yeah. That's a reality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? And when he comes, he's coming for those who have been watched in the blood mm. of the Lord, Amen. the Lamb. And yeah. so if we have been watched in the blood of the Lamb, we can, we can be certain when he comes back, he's coming for us mm. to take us to be with him Amen. forever. Yeah. Amen. And we will rule and we will reign with him forever. The Bible says, whosoever has this hope, mm -hmm. purifies himself. Purifies himself. The Bible yeah. says, thereby it's faith, hope, and love. Mm -hmm. We need that hope, especially when you're going through some of the stuff you go through yeah. in this world. Paul said, if only in this world we have yeah, hope, he says, pitiful. we're going to give all men most miserable, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's very important that the believer understands that this, that this hope is there, that no matter what they're going through, you know, this is what God has planned for them in the future. Amen. That what we have right now is just a down payment mm. of our inheritance. It's not all. What is what is to come is far greater Amen. than what we're currently experiencing. So Amen. if you don't like what you have now, hang around. <laughs> <laughs> because indeed, what's going to come is going to be worth all the suffering, yeah. all the sacrifices, Amen. whatever you think Amen. you're going Amen. through today. Amen. When he comes, it's going to be worth it all. Wow. Hallelujah. Now, you don't have to wait for him to come. In the, in the sky to start enjoying him because right. he lives in you now. Hallelujah. But there are things that are reserved for the future. And yeah, until buddy. we take off this mortal body, hmm. there are limitations in terms of our experience of all that God has for us. Hmm. But indeed, our hope is very critical. Now, we need, an, and that's what we need to focus on. Hmm. That is what we need to be teaching more than mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bible does say, and we need to know this, that before Christ comes, there are certain things that will happen yeah. uh, in order to prepare the stage for his coming. Mm. And one of those things that he clearly states in scripture is that at some point in time, there is going to be someone, mm. now there's a there's disagreement between uh, good Christians concerning whether the Antichrist is a person right. or the Antichrist is a government or an right. institution. I, be, I believe it's more scriptural mm -hmm. to understand the Antichrist as a person. There's right. too many passages there. Right. In the, in, 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 in the book of Revelation that speak of him as a person. Yeah, it's so called him a he. Know, I, yeah. He will. He will. Yeah. Yeah. So I, my view is this person is going to show up. Yeah. And his name is called Antichrist because that is what he's going to be about. Mm -hmm. you, you, you follow me? And that very name tells you that the person that Satan hates the most mm -hmm. and the one that he wants to remove 
completely from the minds and hearts of men and women, boys and girls, is Christ. Wow. And so his whole agenda right now is to oppose anyone and anything that is going to exalt or glorify or point to Christ. So he's anti-Christ, but not only is he against or opposed to Christ, that anti-word also means instead of. Instead of. Wow. So he's not just con- concerned about getting you and me to oppose the things of God. Right. He literally wants to be the instead of Christ. He wants Christ to be replaced wow. in your life with someone or something else wow. that you will adore, that you will worship, that you will live for, that you will look to for your destiny, for your dream, for whatever it is that you feel you need, here is someone or something other than Christ that you put your hope and your faith in. Ultimately, Antichrist will want you to worship him as God, but until that happens, the Bible tells us in uh, in John, First John, mm-hmm. there are many antichrists that are already mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in other words, it's an antichrist spirit that is already working in order to oppose Christ mm-hmm. and to replace Jesus in mm-hmm. the minds and hearts of people. Wow. And that's why you find that you know people don't have a problem with you talking about God so much. That's so good. Hmm. You know, and in fact, right now with this great inclusion mm-hmm. and tolerance. Yep. You know, they're kind of okay. You know, the atheists don't want you to mention God at all. But most people are okay if you talk about God. But instance, mm-hmm. you can come and pray in a lot mm-hmm. of places. In the name of God. And they say, you can talk about, but don't pray in the name. Don't mention the name. That's an anti-Christ spirit right there. You see the agenda right there. Mm-hmm. Talk about God, but erase Jesus. Mm-hmm. Erase him. Uh, if people do accept him, let them only accept him or acknowledge him as a prophet or a great teacher wow. or a moral man that we can follow the morality, you know, and his ethics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Antichrist. Wow. All the way. So that is his agenda. God's people need to know that. Yeah. So that when we go to work or we go to wherever we function, we can be aware of that agenda. And to the extent mm. that we can resist it, mm. we ought to. We're not always able to because mm-hmm. based upon where we are, we may not be able to stop certain things mm. from actually manifesting, but we should, we should always be on our guard and on our watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So that's uh, clearly one of the things that for. But this Antichrist focus where people are trying to identify who the Antichrist is. You know, some, someone sent me a prophecy given by somebody. And um, again, you know, they get real deep. You know, because it's a vision, it's a dream that God has shown them, and you know, and us. Oh, I mean, when you hear all the language that goes behind it, you just know mm. this person heard directly from God. Mm, mm, mm. And in the vision, they saw Antichrist. Well, they saw this Antichrist spirit. They described he was looking like a beast. Mm. And then at some point in the vision, he transformed himself, and he was Barack Obama. Oh, my oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so now this is being spread. And wow. again, what's sad is right. not that this person is spreading that. Right. That's so many Christians. Who are spreading spreading ministers are willing to even give credence, credence hmm. consideration hmm. to the possibility hmm. that this might be a word from God. Hmm. You know, and then obviously after they've given this and they give you certain instructions, what hmm. you need to do. Hmm. Hmm. And that's just one example. There's so many examples out there. Wow. Uh, again, people don't know God's word. Mm-hmm. So I guess what we're saying is where God has spoken, that is what you need to focus on. Yeah. What he has clearly revealed concerning these times is what you need to believe. Mm-hmm. And forget about all these other speculations. Mm-hmm. 
you go ahead and you focus on Christ. Amen. You don't need to focus on Antichrist. You need to just be aware of what the Bible says. Be conscious of that Antichrist spirit mm. that is at work so that you don't willingly cooperate with and participate mm -hmm. in his agenda. Mm -hmm. Amen. And you can be a force to resist and restrain evil in the world. Mm. But your focus should be on Christ and Christ alone. Amen. In fact, uh, I'm reminded of an illustration that you know, probably both of you are aware of as well, where they say that when the people are trying to detect the counterfeit, teaching mm -hmm. these bank people who handle money to be able to detect the counterfeit notes, they don't spend hardly no, any time no. with counterfeit notes. What yep. they do is to spend their time getting familiar with the real, with the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when, they, when they are fully familiar with the real thing, as soon as counterfeit shows up, you know, they immediately know it. Wow. They immediately know it. Okay, so if we would just spend our time getting to know who Jesus is, That's good. what Jesus has done, his character, his nature, his presence, his purpose, his mm. agenda, mm. and we fall in love with that. It, listen, if any time you come face to face with an antichrist spirit, mm. you'll detect it. You yeah. already know. You know it, and, wow. and you can resist it. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's good. That's good. Praise that's good. Lord. Wow. You know, the, the thought just hit me. <laughs> you know, you said something that was like, wow, I never thought about it that way. Because a lot of times when we, when we even think about Antichrist, we think about the evil three and a half years, and we think about the wrath that's going to come during that period. But we don't consider the subtle, subtleness of now that, oh, you know, it's okay. Just a little bit of Jesus is a prophet or a little bit of, you know, not, you don't have to say all of that. It doesn't take all that. That's the attitude. That for me, I think that's even more evil mm, mm. because it's a it's subtle. It's it's like the serpent in the garden. Mm, oh mm. God, you know you you won't. He just don't want you to be you know, you know like him. Mm, mm. Uh, a little bit of good, a little bit of evil. Come on, what's the big mm. deal? That what's the big deal? Attitude, I believe, is why a lot of people in church have missed or or out there have missed what God is saying in His hour and has missed what Christ has done. So how do, how do we address that subtle attitude? Because I was even talking to some young people today. I said, look, you got to get to the place where you're, you have a sense of urgency on your, on your clock. That family members, friends, those that you interact with, this gospel must, you, you can't go a day without, you know, uh, without sharing Christ, a day without telling somebody about what Christ has done. Because you don't know, first of all, what tomorrow brings for that person or, the, or, or those persons in your family. You know, and I think even in the subtleness of, oh, you got tomorrow. It's okay. Don't make it that big of a deal. I really believe that spirit is passing around, deceiving people left and right, missing out on what Christ has offered. Well, that's the whole idea about standing firm in yeah. that which you believe. And during this time, I tell my kids that we are quarantined under the blood. Hmm. Take the time and get to know your Savior, your Lord. Hmm. Get to know who he is, what he has given unto you, mm. and what he has made you, all of his promises, mm. all right? This is the time for us to do, stand firm in that, mm. all right? And be able to um, uh, spread it to your friends, mm -hmm. okay? Even we're talking online today, how, how can we track how many people are sharing Bishop's messages, right. even the, um, the devotionals right. that he's sending out? I mean, this one is no threat. You can just be in your bedroom and you can share it with all of your friends and your loved ones. Mm -hmm. I mean, you so much believe in the word of God and what God has done for you that you are gang-ho about sharing this yeah. thing. Okay? Yeah. 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 And you know what? Talking about the Antichrist spirit at work in a subtle way, you know, I believe one of the greatest tools of the Antichrist 
in the world today mm. is religion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, religion. Mm-hmm. It's it's this this holier than thou attitude, this mm-hmm. self righteousness spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because guess what? Uh, when you're pointing people to their works, mm-hmm. and you're pointing people to their performance, right. and you're pointing people to all the things that they have to do, what are you mm-hmm. doing? You're taking the eyes off of Christ. Yeah. You're putting the eyes upon themselves. Yeah. Okay, so what have you done? You have replaced Christ, who should be the focus of their faith and their believing, mm-hmm. with themselves. Mm-hmm. Now instead of looking to Christ as the one who is the answer to all of God's questions, the solution to all of my, problem. my problems. Christ not, you know, let me, in fact, let me say this. I was meditating today in the Lord. Reminded me of something he has shown me some time ago, but I kind of let it slip. Mm-hmm. Reminded me that I am not to believe God for righteousness Mm. or to believe Christ for righteousness. Mm -hmm. I am to know Christ as Mm. my righteousness. Mm -hmm. It's not to Jesus, I'm believing you for righteousness. Jesus, I believe you are Mm -hmm. my righteousness. Mm -hmm. Not Jesus, I'm believing you for healing Mm. because if I'm believing him for healing, healing mm. then healing is separate from him mm, mm. so i got him mm. but now i'm wanting him to give me healing mm. you follow me yep. yeah or i got him now i want him to give me wisdom yeah i got him but i now want him to give me health mm. when the reality is he, he is, is my, my righteousness day. yeah so my, my faith to be hey christ is my righteousness right. yeah so i'm not i'm not asking jesus to give me righteousness right I'm believing Jesus. You are. You are my righteousness. righteousness. I have received righteousness yeah. because I received you. Amen. And I shouldn't be believing him even for healing mm. or for health. Right. My confession should be, man, the day I received him, I received his health. life in me became health yep. for me. Yep. He is my health. Right. So if I got him, I got health. Yeah. If I got him, I got righteousness. Yeah. If I got him, I got peace. That's if I got him, I got so he is that. Amen. Mm-hmm. So anytime the enemy is able to take my eyes off of Jesus and mm-hmm. tries to get me to I gotta do this and do that and do this and do that so he can give me that, mm-hmm. to a degree, I am being deceived by that antichrist spirit. Yep. Because I'm I'm looking to something or someone, mm-hmm. it may be myself. For what he already is. Mm. Mm. I, I, our leading prayer, and that's a song, See His Glory Come Down. And I was singing the song. That I caught myself in the middle of the song. I said, no, no, no. His glory is not coming down. His glory is coming out. I like that. Yeah. His glory is coming out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's, uh, his healing, yeah. his yeah. word, yeah. his wow. wisdom. Yeah. It's not wow. coming down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. coming. Because out. Christ in you is the yes. glory. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, you know, and, you know, we, that's, that's what we need to grow in. Mm. You know, the Bible says labor in, to enter into rest. Mm. The effort we should be making is to be, is to always rest mm. in the sufficiency of Christ. Mm. You understand that when I have him, I have. It mm. takes effort to do that mm-hmm, because the mm-hmm. flesh naturally it wants to it wants to play a part in the process. Yeah, it feels that it needs to do something. It's yeah. hard to just rest yep. and say, you know what? I don't need to ask him for healing mm. because he is my healing, mm. and I'm going to mm. rest in that and thank him for that. I'm going to stand firm <laughs> on that. I'm going to confess that. I'm going to declare that. I'm not going to take my eyes off of this. Mm. Christ is my help. 
Christ is my healing. If I have him, I have health. Mm. Wow. It's like and you change that confession. You know, uh, Paul said that we should acknowledge every good thing mm-hmm. that we have in Christ. Mm-hmm. But the Antichrist spirit is going to work against that. The yeah. Antichrist spirit is always going to lead you. Even, so if you're religious, mm-hmm. the Antichrist spirit is going to use religion mm-hmm. to still take your eyes off of Jesus. And mm-hmm. so you have a lot of folks who come to church mm-hmm. and oh, with their mouths still confess to be Christians. But the truth is, their eyes are not fixed on Jesus. Mm. They're fixed on something else. Mm. And you spoke also about the, the great falling away. Yeah. And then also that it is prophesied that in, there will be false prophets, a lot of them in these times also. Mm. And I thought, I believe that it's a, it's a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have these false prophets preaching and having miracles, all kinds of stuff happening, and people in waves are especially for the prophetic, running behind it. Mm. But this is a time that all of us have to be very mindful of standing firm Mm. in whom we believe, all right? Other Mm. than that, it's so easy for, Mm. he said, even for the elect's sake, I will cut the time short because of these kind of things. And and the Bible talks about how the Antichrist will be able to deceive many through false signs Signs. of oneness. Mm. He talks about a false prophet. Mm. Who's going to rise up? So you mm-hmm. got the you got the beast mm-hmm. in the in the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. chapters nineteen and, and, and twenty. You got the beast, which is the Antichrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there's a false prophet mm-hmm. who would try to get people to worship the beast as God. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says one of the things that he would be able to do that would cause people to believe is the Bible called him lying signs and wonders. Wow. So obviously, right now, the enemy is using a lot of lying signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. To deceive people. And how easy it is. Because as soon as someone is working miracles, people don't care what they're teaching. <laughs> you know, they don't pay yeah. attention to doctrine anymore. You know, uh, once he mentions the name Jesus, it doesn't have to do with who the true Jesus mm. is. But hey, Jesus. And then miracles. <laughs> boom. They're deceived. And so, guys, these are times when we really, yeah. really need to be concerned about doctrine. Mm. One of, the, one of the, the activities of the Antichrist spirit is to attack the doctrine of Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen? That Jesus Christ has come into the flesh. The Bible says that. Yeah. And the Bible says, whosoever denies that Jesus Christ has come the in the flesh is a deceiver. He mm. is Antichrist. Mm. Which means that Antichrist spirit is working mm. to get people to embrace false doctrine mm. uh, and to uh, begin to reject the uniqueness of Jesus Christ mm. in terms of the incarnation, God-man, and what he did in terms of the atonement, all of those things, he's going to begin to attack that. So listen to me. Pay very, very close attention to those who preach and teach. Mm. That's, not the other, that's not the only thing you need to look at. You also need to look at the character, the fruit mm. of, their, of their work, whether at the end it's glorifying Jesus and pointing people to Christ. Mm. But pay attention to the doctrine. And make sure that the doctrine is consistent with what God has revealed concerning his son Mm. in the New Testament, both in the life and ministry of Jesus and in the revelation of the the apostles in the epistles. Very, very, very important. Mm. Take your Bible seriously. Make sure that you're listening to teachers who are teaching you the word, not just those who are getting you excited. Mm. That's good. That's good. Um, before we wrap this up, I just want to read this scripture, Bishop, because what you said just prompted that. It's in Matthew 24. 
And the disciples asked him, what will be the sign of your return? And Jesus says in verse 4, and he answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am Christ and will deceive many. So I think that is key that at the end or the beginning of the end, deception will heighten itself. There'll be a lot of lying spirits. So yeah. I do appreciate that. Yeah, well, deceive many. So one of the things you can do to make sure you're not one of those who is deceived is to find yourself a church Ooh. and get connected to believers who place tremendous emphasis on the scriptures mm -hmm. and who have a clear revelation mm. of the new covenant doctrine of salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, for the glory of God alone. Mm. Do you hear me? Not Christ and, Christ alone. Faith alone, <laughs> in Christ alone, alone. Yeah. by grace alone, right. for right. God's glory alone. alone. That is foundational. And if you can identify a church and a ministry where that is what is being taught, then you can feel safe in that place. Now, it doesn't mean they will get it right concerning everything else. Hmm. We all are growing and, and, and learning new things. But when it comes to salvation by grace alone, in Christ alone, by faith alone, for God's glory alone, listen, that's the foundation. Mm. And anybody who's adding to that, adding to Christ or adding to grace or adding to faith is perverting the gospel. He's antichrist. That's an antichrist spirit at work. And the Bible tells us that you shouldn't even bid God's speed or mm. blessings on any ministry. You shouldn't be encouraging and supporting any ministry mm. where Christ is not the focal point or the Christ that they preach is different from the Christ that is revealed in the Gospels and in the Epistles. Wow. Very, very critical in these end times. Amen. If the enemy cannot deceive you there, he cannot deceive you. Amen. But if he can deceive you there, you are prey mm. um, for him. Amen. Amen. Okay. That's it. Well, praise God. We hope that what we shared has helped you again. Our focus as Christians is always to be on the Christ, not the Antichrist. Um, don't spend your time in these endless genealogies the Bible talks about, mm -hmm. people talking about things they don't understand, trying to figure out things that God has not revealed. Mm. What he has revealed is enough to guide us. Take that. Don't be ignorant of that. But let your mind and your heart and everything you do be all about Jesus and allow him who is your life mm. to live his life in you and through you. That's Christianity. Mm -hmm. That's Christianity. Labor. In other words, make every effort to make sure that every day you are focused on Christ and you're allowing his life in you to be expressed through you. Amen. Put your faith in him in you. That is what Paul meant when he said, nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ is living in me. In the life that I live, I'm living it by faith. Yeah. Your part, my part, is a daily belief that Christ is your life. And Christ is living in you. Christ is living for you. Christ is living through you. And Christ is indeed the righteousness yeah. of God. Christ is indeed your health. 
Christ is indeed your wisdom. Christ is indeed your protection. He's everything you need. There's nothing you need outside of him. You got him, you are complete. Hallelujah. Amen. In Jesus' name. God Amen. bless you and Amen. share this video. Don't, don't just watch it and keep it to yourself. There are many people who need to hear what we just discussed. So all you got to do is just push that share button. It takes one second. And you can share this with hundreds, maybe thousands of people, tens of thousands, depending upon how many people you have as friends. All right? God bless you. Thank you for watching. Amen.